Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we had the incredible privilege to read Parshas Ekev. And this parsha, like so many other parshios in Chumash Devarim, has a combination of so many different things. There's a little bit of history. Moshe Rabbeinu telling the new generation, the generation poised to go into Eretz Yisrael, what has occurred over the last 40 years. There's an element of Musa, rebuke. Moshe Rabbeinu sharing the mistakes of the past in an effort to prevent the people from making the same ones in the future. And then there's a healthy dose, a strong dose of chizuk. Moshe Rabbeinu strengthening and bolstering Klal Yisrael, getting them to believe in themselves, that they could do it, they could seize their destiny, and constantly reminding them that the Ribbono Shalom HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God Himself, is their greatest advocate, constantly cheering them on and pining and yearning for their incredible success. And Moshe Rabbeinu says to Klal Yisrael in Perek Yud, Pasuk Yud Ches, chapter 10, verse 18, speaking about the greatness of Hashem, the greatness of God, Moshe Rabbeinu says, Osem Mishpat Yasum Almana, the Ribbono Shal Olam, gives justice. He provides justice for the wit for the orphan, for the widow. Va'ohev ger, he loves the stranger, to go ahead and give him bread and clothing. And on a most basic level, what Moshe Rabin was telling Cloud Israel is that the Ribono Shal Olam always looks out for the underdog. He always looks out for those who are easily ignored or marginalized or peripheralized by greater society. The orphan, the widow, the stranger, the people who may not be as socially connected, the people who may not have as many resources at their disposal, the people who are often unfortunately kind of relegated to a side importance, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives them complete attention and gives them what they need. Even the ger, even the stranger, Hashem gives them lechem v'simla, bread and clothing. There's a beautiful insight by the Yalkut Shemoni. <clears throat> so the Yalkut writes, what does it mean that Hashem gives them lechem v'simla, bread and clothing? The Yalkut writes, lechem zu Torah, bread refers to Torah, simla, clothing, zu talis, refers ultimately again to talis, which we would assume means tzitzis, a mitzvah. A mitzvah. So what it seems like, according to the Al-Qut Shimoni, the Pasuk is saying is not only does Hashem look out for the material needs of the stranger, but He also looks out for the spiritual needs of the stranger, allowing the stranger to become spiritually integrated into Klal Yisrael. Beautiful. Comes along the Lubavitcher Rebbe Zechot and says, who is this stranger? Who is this ger that the Pasuk is referring to? And the Rebbe says, who's the ger, who's the stranger? The stranger, the stranger is the neshama, is the soul. How could you say such a thing? And the Rebbe says, Because think about this, the soul itself, which is a chilek ma'al, a piece of HaKadosh Baruch who chiseled out from underneath the throne of Hashem, is placed down into this world, into a body, a physical, material being that the soul doesn't understand. The soul doesn't understand this body. This body has all these wants and desires and lusts and proclivities and often causing it to do crazy things. The soul doesn't understand it. And the soul finds itself cast into this world, Olam Hazah, a world that it doesn't understand. The soul comes from a celestial sphere where there's clarity, where there's understanding, where there's constant connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and it finds itself cast down into this world. This world, which again, with all of its craziness, a world where there's so much ambiguity, a world where often the lines between right and wrong, Tamei, Tar, Kasher, Treif, Mutter, Aser, Ar, Choshech, are so often blurred. And so says the Rebbe so beautifully, who is the ger, who is the stranger? 
the stranger is the neshama. Stranger is the neshama. You know, we've all had experiences where perhaps we feel a little bit like a stranger. Maybe it's when you walk into a shul and you don't know anyone. Maybe you walk into a simcha, even the most beautiful celebration, and I just don't know anyone. You ever have that feeling where, you know, you're kind of standing by the side and you feel just out of it, happy to be there, beautiful celebration, but you yourself don't feel part of it. You feel like that stranger. And so Moshe Rabbeinu tells Klal Yisrael, there's a ger, there's a stranger in your midst. It's not an external stranger. It's an internal stranger. Because often what happens in life is that we place priorities or we place emphasis on the wrong things. Sometimes the things that are the tafel secondary, we make the ikar, we make primary. And sometimes the things that are ikar primary, we make secondary. So often in life, we place emphasis on our material beings. We place emphasis on the guf. We place emphasis on our, on, on our physical pleasures or enjoyments, which, which are good. Not, not talking about bad things or illicit things. It's just a question of what we put center stage. And we neglect the neshama, the soul, which is the most important part of me, sometimes stands by the sidelines of life. You know how that is. You go to that chasana, you, you go to the wedding, you don't know anyone. So what do you do? Okay, you check your messages. Okay, you, I, I've gone through all of my text messages, all of my WhatsApp messages. I, I have no email. I don't have nothing. I have nothing left to answer. Halavai, we should all be zocha, right? No, no messages. I've done everything. And you know that feeling then where you're just standing there and it's nice, it's fine. But I'm on the side, I'm marginalized, I'm peripheralized. Says the Lubavitcher Rebbe, sometimes that's how the soul feels. The soul says, I'm in a body I didn't want to be in. I'm in a world I didn't want to be in. I'm here and I'm on the sidelines and no one's paying attention to me. And so the Rebbe says something so beautiful. The Torah tells us, what do you do with the ger? What do you do for the stranger? What do you do for the neshama? Give the neshama lechem v'simla. Like the Yalkut Shemoni says, Give the soul lechem, kind of lechem, the lechem of Torah. Give the soul the symbol of the garment. What kind of garment? The garments of mitzvos. You know, if you go back to that experience where you've ever been somewhere and you're the stranger, you know how good it feels when someone comes over and talks to you? You don't know the person, but suddenly you feel such an incredible affinity. Or you remember again, it's not as much now, but remember years ago, when you used to go to Eretz Yisrael, before everybody in the world spoke English, and you come, you're, you're American, you're breaking your teeth, right? And then you meet someone who speaks English, someone who speaks the same language, and like, ah, a kindred spirit, mamish, like you feel such a connection, you don't know the person from Adam. But at the end of the day, now we're talking the same language. The ability to talk the same language creates a chibur, creates a connection. Says the Rebbe, that's the Torah is teaching us. How do you take an ashama? which I'm sometimes so estranged from, a soul, which is a gear, which is a stranger in my body, a stranger in this world, a stranger to me. And how do I create a connection? That connection is created through Torah and through mitzvot. You see, sometimes we think the reason we learn Torah is just simply to go ahead and know what to do, which is absolutely true. Or I do mitzvot in order to get schar, in order to get reward, which is fantastic. That's Even if that's not the highest level of motivation, better to do something for the wrong purposes than not to do it at all. But there's something so much deeper. When I learn Torah and I do mitzvot, I am speaking the language of the neshama. And when the neshama hears me talking that language, the neshama perks up what? What? I, I felt all alone in this world. And now someone's talking to me. And now someone's connecting to me. And there's a Hebrew. Suddenly, I take the neshama who's standing on the sidelines. 
and I bring it center stage into my life. How? By simply talking the language of the soul. By giving that stranger, by giving the, so, the, the stranger of the soul, or I should say the soulful stranger, lechem v'simla, Torah mitzvos, by speaking the language of the soul to the soul, I take the gear of the stranger and I make it the centerpiece of my existence. See, dear friends, we're all, all of us are looking for inspiration in life. But the truth is often we think that excuse me, inspiration is something external. Someone's going to inspire me and I'm going to now become inspired as a result. But it's not true. Well, it is true. You could have external inspiration, but external inspiration is often episodic and temporal at best. But there's another kind of inspiration. It's the inspiration that comes internally. It's the inspiration that comes when you're truly connected to your neshama. And when are you connected to your neshama? When you speak the language of the soul. If I go ahead and commit myself to speaking the language of my neshama, suddenly my neshama is no longer a stranger to me, but my neshama comes center stage. My neshama comes into my life. You want inspiration, self-inspire. And self-inspiration comes from speaking the language of the soul. The lechem v'simla to the ger. And this was the message that Moshe Rabbeinu was trying to convey to Klal Yisrael. We all want inspiration. We all want to feel connected. But we have to connect with ourselves. We have this thing, beautiful thing, a nitzutz, a spark of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which resides inside of us, called the neshama, called the soul. We just have to connect with it. Because we don't even realize we often have this most incredible treasure inside of us. But it doesn't occupy a dominant space. It's a gear. It's a stranger. It's standing by the sidelines, waiting for someone to talk to it, waiting for someone to engage it. And all I have to do is speak the language of the soul, and suddenly there's an instant connection that's created. And that instant connection creates spiritual fireworks. Those spiritual fireworks, we call that inspiration. But that's not episodic or temporal inspiration, that's real inspiration. That's internal inspiration. That's the type of inspiration that you could go ahead and perpetuate and keep riding that beautiful spiritual wave for days, for weeks, for months, and for years. We have to learn that sometimes the neshama is a ger, is a stranger to us. And if we just give it a little bit of lechem, a little bit of Torah, a little bit of simla, a little bit of clothing, a little bit of mitzvos, then we could create a connection and create a relationship which could produce the most beautiful peros, which could produce the most beautiful spiritual fireworks. We should be zochem Hashem to bring the stranger a little bit closer, to nourish it with lechem and simla, and create a beautiful relationship which will sustain us in a future ahead. Wishing everyone a good Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.